Hey y'all, I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn, aka Coach Quay, the productivity coach and your motivational queen. And this is the Productive Mompreneur Show. This podcast is for mompreneurs who want tips to be more productive in their family life and their business. Because God so freely gave these tools to me, I will give you everything you need. Do you need motivation? Motivation. And where should you go? Coach Quay. Maybe you might need some stimulation. Stimulation. Who got that? Coach Quay. Coupled with some determination. Determination. You already know. Coach Quay. And given that supernatural inspiration. Inspiration. Oh, yeah. Coach Quay. Hey, Jaquela Lynn here, and I just want to give you a quick message. The episode you're about to listen to was pre-recorded. <laughs> I know you know that, but it was recorded before the mommy con. So you'll hear us mention the conference. Don't worry. If you're like, oh my gosh, I missed it. You can still register for VIP and you'll get to watch Sarah Walton and all the rest of the amazing, phenomenal speakers. All right. Enjoy. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Productive Mompreneur Show. I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn. Let's dive right in. Listen, I am super excited. We are celebrating Women's Month, International Women's Month, Women's History Month, all things women. It has been amazing. And so for this month, you know, I'm going to bring you some amazing women, of course, right? Some women who are doing a daggone thing out here. We are making history and we are giving some of our tips to help you women to do the same exact thing. So this time I get to bring you my new bestie, Sarah Walton. She is amazing. She is a powerhouse and a force to be reckoned with, but I'm going to let Sarah introduce herself. Well, Jaquila, how am I supposed to say anything after that? That was... (laughs) amazing. Well, I am so excited to be here. I know you have so many amazing things going on in March. It's just such an honor to be able to like sit down with you during this month of all the months and let's just talk shop. But for those of you, if you've never met me before, hi, I'm so happy to be here. Um, My name is Sarah Walton and I am a business mentor, an author and a speaker, huge emphasis on the speaker, love, love. Um, and lately I've really been spending my time on sales with women. My motto, I've been in business for 14 years has always been that I put more money in the hands of more women, but specifically this year, I am focused on teaching women how to be phenomenal at sales. That is awesome. And I think that is something that's so important because we are, you know, we, we women are nurturers and we're all trying to be nice and kind and loving. And sometimes we separate sales from that. I know for a long time, I felt like I can't sell stuff to people that's pushy. You know, that's, that's not, that's tacky. It's not ladylike. And it's like, how are you supposed to get your money if you're not selling your goods, right? So, <laughs> ladies, not those goods. I'm talking about your products. So. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's so true. You know, um, is it all right if I give just one tip on sales? Is that cool? Can I just go right at it? Yes, yeah. Jump in, okay. Jump okay. In. You guys. Okay. There's one thing we just have to cover. Okay. And this is something that women do that just, if I usually give this one tip, people are like, oh my gosh, that made all the difference. I sold like crazy this month, this one thing. All right. So hang on to your hats and glasses people. Cause it's coming, popping those earphones, make sure everything you can hear what I'm about to tell you. It's a pen, write it down. That's right. <laughs> Which is don't end your sales call or even your sales pitch. Like if you're in a store, you sell like really like actual goods and serve like goods that people can buy. Right. And someone says, how much is it? 
do not, for the love of all things, do not turn into a mom and end the sentence like this. Oh, how much does it cost to work with you? It costs $1,800, right? That, oh my God, you guys, you guys, I want you to pay attention and you're going to die because you're going to hear it everywhere. And just, if you hear another woman do that, can you just please, for the love of all things, run on up to her and go, oh my God, my beautiful sister, please stop doing that. And let's like do it this way where we say it just like, oh, to work with me is $1,800. Yes. And then don't talk anymore. Yes. Which is so hard. And I just totally made that number up. I have no idea where that came from, but whoever you are who's selling things for $1,800, I'm talking to you, especially like that's where it's got to go is you just have a conversation. And that is, if you take nothing else from our entire conversation today, I hope you guys take that and really get it. Don't giggle and don't turn into a mom. That is so good. I remember when I went full-time coaching and full-time speaking. And the first time they asked me, well, how much do you charge? So I'm, I'm really glad that it was an email because I had time to think I had time to freak out. I had time to, to have my bubble guts and, and freak, you know, like I was really freaking out. Like, oh my gosh, how much do I charge? Because for so long I had been speaking for free, you know, because I felt like I couldn't charge people if they're a church or I can't charge small groups or I can't, I can't, I had all these limitations. And then something clicked one day, like you are a professionally paid speaker and coach, get paid girl. And so they asked me, I wasn't prepared to answer yet, but I was like, okay, okay. You know, and I guess I took too long. So then I got a phone call and they're like, yeah, so we were waiting on your email. (laughs) It was only like three days, right? (laughs) I I told you I was freaking out. So they asked me and in that sentence, I heard the inflection of my voice say, Mm. I charge $7,500. But, Mm -hmm. um, and it was as if maybe you were there already, you know, (laughs) we're already there. Cause it was like, you slapped my hand or something. Mm. And I was like, my fee is $7,500 and this is what you'll get. Mm -hmm. And I stopped. And it was in that moment when they accepted Mm -hmm. (laughs) my fee, I said, oh shoot, it works. If you show up with confidence, Mm -hmm. it works. And Mm -hmm. so that is a great tip. And thank you for sharing that because I, you're right. Us moms say "Eh," at the Mm -hmm. end, you know, we get nervous when we're not sure and we got to stop doing that. We got to put a period, maybe even an exclamation point at the end. (laughs) Yes. Whatever has you keep your voice even either way. Right. Cause sometimes internally you need the exclamation point. Like I just said that. Yeah. And then it really is that moment. And I think this is the part of sales. I know we didn't specifically say we're going to talk all about sales today, but the thing that I think makes such a big difference in sales is we need to understand the people that want to work with us when they've worked so hard to find us, they've reached out, they probably researched, they've looked at, they're like so scared. They're trying to find the solution and then they hear the price and we need to respect their process. Yeah. Right. They got to think about that. And if you're so busy yapping and making it all about you, you're not honoring their process of like reconciling what they're going to need to do in order to work with you, you know, and, and, and what we have to understand as the people offering services and products is that, you know, when somebody's ready and they want something, they will find the money. Now it's mm-hmm. never our job to have them do that irresponsibly. And I'm not one of those people that's like, well, I can you split a glass five credit card? Like they're not ready. If that's what you're telling them to do, go away. Like leave them alone. They'll come back when yeah. they've made more money. But um, for everyone else, you know, it's kind of like if your water heater broke tomorrow, you'd find the money. 
-hmm. you would find it because you have to figure that out. And when someone's at that point with working with you, get out of their way and let them think things through. And that's what that silence is for. It's not a trick. It's not a tactic. It's about respecting other people. Oh, that is so good. And I believe that in this, in this business as an entrepreneur, whatever field you're in, we do have to learn how to have that proper communication. That communication is not always talking, 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 but sometimes it's being silent and allowing that time for them to process things, you know, and I'm still learning that, you know, because I, when I used to be nervous, I would blab, blab and blab some more, you know, <laughs> give me all the details you did not ask for and not giving you any room to process what I was saying and to see if that fits into your budget or fits the theme that you're working for. So that is, that is really good. And listen, I love that we just jump right in and yes, we're talking about sales because this is something that's a hard topic for women. Because mm. as moms, we get caught up in that whole mommy thing and, and we end up mom and our customers and mom mm-hmm. and our partners. And, and that's not what we're supposed to do. We are business women and we need to sometimes learn how to put a line in the sand and separate ourselves in order to do our jobs effectively. So I, I love that. So you've been in business for how long? Tell us oh about gosh. your business. Yes, how long? Guys. Just guys, it's 14 years, which I can't even stand. Like, what the heck? I don't know how that happened. And I always kind of time it by my second child because I gave birth to my business, which by the way, is still the LLC is still better way moms. And I created it that way. Cause I was like, there's gotta be a better way. There's gotta be a better way to be a mom. Um, and that branched out very quickly into women, right? So I don't only work with mothers at this point, but there is that inflection point, I think. And I think we're seeing it again. Um, and some of my clients are in Europe and they're saying the same thing there as well. And that is that, um, this great resignation thing going on and it's mostly women. And that's because, listen, we need to have a serious conversation here. And that is that any institution, hang on to your hats and glasses again. Okay. But (laughs) any institution that is over 50 years old. Okay. Just, just kind of put a pin in over 50 years old, any institution that's older than 50, was designed by and works for white men. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that to make everybody angry. And like, let's start, like, let's just deal with the fact there. These cyst corporate America, the way we sell, right? The way we mom, all the invisible work that women do day in and day out, still for less money when we're in the corporate world as well, right? All this stuff, you guys, we have to just acknowledge why that is. And, you know, my philosophy is if we want to break through and get to the other side, we got to recreate our own systems. We have to do this in a way that works for us and stop trying to compare it to anything anyone else is doing. And that really is at the heart of my business. And the reason my tagline is that I put more money in the hands of more women. Oh, I'm trying not to swear right now, but dagnabbit, I'll say that. There go my Utah roots, right? Dagnabbit. There is so, like, if we take a second and look at how on fire the world actually is right now, mm-hmm. you know, when I, um, when I was at that and speaking, oh, hi, that was me trying to talk. Don't be afraid. I only speak for a living, but anyway, okay. Jeez <laughs> Louise. But um, a couple of weekends ago, when I was speaking in Florida, it was right after the bombing in the Ukraine had started and I could tell something was off. I was the first speaker of the day and it was like, they weren't there yet. Do you know what I mean? There, there were mm-hmm. like 200 people in the room. Yeah. They were not there. But they weren't tuned in yet. Yeah. And I was like, you guys, guys, 
guys. Hi. I said, how many of you feel really crappy about being in this room right now when you know someone else's child is being bombed? Every single hand went up. And I said, how many of you think this is crazy that I'm going to teach you about sales today when you know there's a war going on every single hand, right? And I said, I got it. And the thing about this is when we have more money in the hands of more women, right? Which is what this war is about. Let's be honest, right? If we're really going to be honest about, it's about power and grabs and more money. And there's a lot of dark money involved, right? Mm-hmm. Is that if women were in these roles, and I mean this with all of my heart, if women were in these roles, we would not be dropping bombs on other people's children. We would be dropping food and water and medicine and educational material. Like we would make sure other people's children are okay because damn it, that's what we do. Yes. And us sitting around feeling bad about what's happening. Of course we feel bad about what's happening. It's atrocious, but sitting around and feeling bad doesn't help anybody. It just makes us feel like we care, which I got. But we can care by donating and by staying as informed as we can while still being able to focus. But we're here to do what we're here to do. And the number one way we can turn this freaking world around is by doing what we're here to do and making really good money doing it Mm -hmm. so that we can affect the change that we want to affect. I am a big fan of, you know, working political systems or standing up and protesting or doing what you need to do, long rants on Facebook, if that's your thing, whatever. But at the end of the day, what's actually going to change things is when there is more money in the hands of more women. That is when we will see the world start to pivot. So that's my business. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, statistics show that when women have money, they make better choices with it. That's correct. You know, and and over. Yeah. Over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so, and it doesn't matter what culture you're in because that's something that we have inside of us. So we're going to make wise choices. We're going to make sure our kids eat. We're going to make sure the neighbor's kids eat, you know, growing up, my mom always cooked a meal enough for all the kids to eat. And I'm like, you know, we would have more money. We would have more food and more money. If you didn't spend money on everybody else. My mom was like, no, that's not the way it goes. If you have it, you take care of everybody. That's right feel that in me. And so now I'm the Kool-Aid mom, you know, all the kids know they can come over here and go in my refrigerator. There's always a popsicle for you, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I, I truly believe what you're saying that if we get more money in the hands of more women, we'll be the ones making some different choices, making some better choices, mm-hmm. you know, not bombing people. That's right. That's right. I mean, this is, we're talking life and death at this moment. Like it's no joke anymore. And it really is time for us to take responsibility right? Remember what I said about those systems and those institutions, right? Like women weren't supposed to have their own credit cards. Forget weren't supposed to, we could not have our own credit cards without a man's signature till 1975. We could not get our own mortgage without a man's signature until 1975. We are not supposed to handle money in this society. Mm-hmm. Right. And you just said something that is so critical that I don't know everybody understands because here we are in the States. Right. But so so many people don't quite get this, and I think you nailed it, which is it, it is in every single culture. There's yeah. not a culture like this is where we are truly all sisters in arms. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter where we were raised or how like we understand or have been taught or have been seen at role modeled, right? That yeah. we're here to make a difference and make sure other people are okay. And mm-hmm. I think part of breaking down these systems is the idea that we're not supposed to be handling money. And this is why when women volunteer for free over and over all the time, every day, it makes me crazy, not because we don't need them, but have you ever noticed that like when a dad or a guy volunteers at school, everybody goes, oh my God, it's so amazing. Oh. 
Meanwhile, you've been there every day for three weeks and nobody even says hi to you. And like, it's ridiculous. Like this idea that we are here only to serve and not to be out making decisions that affect everybody's children, that mm-hmm. is total BS. And we've got to start to break that down and understand where that boundary is. And the way that the world is designed right now, that's going to take money. Yeah. And, and you're right. You know, my kids and I, we, we read a lot and my babies are like, what is this book about? You know? And so we were reading a book called the everyday millionaire. And so my children are like, wait, so we can, we can be millionaires. And I say, you absolutely can, you know? And then they saw, they said, well, what about that other book you were reading? And they said, I seen a book with the lady with the, with the big hair. And I said, oh, we should all be millionaires. And oh, I love like, that book. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm so listening good. to it for the third time already. Like I absolutely love that book. And so I'm instilling this in my kids minds and they also are seeing it from the standpoint where it's not just daddy that's bringing in the money but it's a woman who is bringing in the money who's also cooking dinner who's also cleaning the house or actually I don't clean the house I'm not I'm lying I hire somebody (laughs) I bet you I bet you move objects from one place to another a lot yeah yeah, okay so that counts (laughs) like hey you need to you know (laughs) I tell people all the time my delegate my delegation finger is the boss full of power full of anointing like (laughs) I'm really good at that um but yeah it's just so I'm teaching my kids right now that women we we do a lot and if we had more money we can do so much more we could shift the way things are going you know and so I, I saw all the people who get upset when they see women rising in politics and I'm like listen y'all this is good this is good because we won't, like you said, we won't be bombing each other. <laughs> That's right. And we're 50% of the population. Why they're the house of quote unquote representative, but they're not representing the population as the population exists. Exactly. And that needs to change. Remember 50 year old institutions, right? It's like, yeah. We got it. We got to start to shake that up. And that's going to be on us. I mean, that is the, that's the hard medicine of this. I think is that it, it really is on us to lean on each other and say, I need help today. Like, I, I don't have it all together right now. I'm going to need you yeah. right? and say, listen, I think you really could run for office. I think you're extraordinary. What do you need? How right. can I help? What are your children going to need while you do like, it's going to be on us to break through this BS one that all of our work should remain invisible. Yeah. Right. And two, that we're the shock absorbers of society. Oh, sure. Just keep dumping it on us. It's not a problem. Just because we're capable doesn't mean we should. Exactly. And that then when we choose the work that we want to do, that we show up for each other without judgment to support. Oh, I love and, that. And that's going to be on us. Like, I think that piece is on us. And I think we're going to have to role model the way while the rest of the world catches up with us. Yeah. You know, I was talking to some people and they're like, I know working with 25 women has to be really, really hard. It's got to be a lot of competition and a lot of arguing, a lot of bickering and what, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, actually, I gathered a group of women together that I, we all understand the assignment. We Mm -hmm. all understand that our words matter. Our voice matters. Our work matters. And when we all came together, instead of competing against one another, but really standing arm in arm stronger than ever and really pressing forward together, we're making changes. I've had conferences before and, you know, I get a couple hundred people, but I'm watching this conference become something that is worldwide. There are women from every nation registering because they realize that this is something that's serious and it's called the mommy con, but we are women who are identifying ourselves a different way. And I'm just, I'm loving it because we're not competing. We are recognizing that if we stand up together, and march forward together, we can make some change happen. 
We can literally make change happen. So I'm like, so no, it's not hard working with 25 women. It's hard working with 25 people, period, because you got a lot of different personalities. You got to figure out some things. Humans, humans, yeah. right? Yeah, it's just humans. I, I cannot tell did. you how many K cups I done put in my in my coffee maker and how many shots of pre-workout. Well, even when I'm not working out, I'm taking to the head because I'm like, I gotta get my energy up for all of this, you know. Oh, I feel it. I feel it. But it's so worth it and it's gonna change so many lives. And it's a lot of women doing this together. And so I'm super excited because you just really pour into the women for the conference. You know, I cried and I was like, this is so beautiful, you know, and we're talking about sales. So ladies, sales is beautiful. (laughs) It's beautiful. It is. It is. I mean, I don't know. There's so, look, you just outlined exactly what, what, what the work is, right? The work is we show up, right? And we all show up. We show up to the best of our abilities, given our personal experience, expertise, and talents and gifts, right? Like that's, there is no one who has the same combination. And while we, we all might be tangential as we support each other through this, you know, one of the things I say when people get competitive, and I'm just going to drop this here because, because of what you said, like that question of like, don't they get competitive? You know, yeah, competitive comes from a scarcity mindset, but more than that, it comes from a lack of understanding of your own business. Mm -hmm. Because if you actually sit down and calculate how much you want to make this year. And then you look at how many humans that means need to buy from you and your business. For most people, it's anywhere from 50 to 250 people. Yeah. If your pricing is correct, right? Like if you've right. got your pricing, right. like, and that's on the outside. For some people, it's 20. I need 20 humans to work with me in order to make what I want to make. That's what the realization that we as business owners need to have. The second you do that, all competition flies right out the window because the 20 people who are going to want to work with you more than anyone else, or the 250 people who are going to want to work with you more than anyone else, they're going to find you. And we're talking 250 people out of 300 million in the United States alone. Like, dude, chill out. You're going to find them. Like it just sort of grounds people. And that's one of the reasons I love sales and numbers so much is it it takes out all that fear and all that baloney. And you just go, Oh, yeah, I can do that. And that's the thing. Like the more that we realize and support each other in recognizing we can do the work that needs to get done. One, the faster I personally believe will change the world, but two, the the faster you'll hit your own goals, Yeah, you'll hit your own goals. And yet take those kids to Disney, buy the, you know, extension you want on your house, surprise your spouse with a mortgage payment for the rest of the year, whatever the hell you wanted. Sorry. I said, hell that you want to do (laughs) get out there and go do it. Like you can do this. You can do this. Know your numbers. You can do this. And you know what, let's just talk about knowing the numbers. That's really good because you can't even get into sales if you don't know your numbers. And so I remember my first year in business and I was excited. First of all, I was bringing in $52 a week. I was excited because that was 52 extra dollars a week that I didn't have. It was at the point that I said, that's not enough though. Like I'm not hitting my goal. And I realized I wasn't hitting my goal because I didn't know my numbers. And Mm. so I did what you said. I sat down and I figured out how much do I want to make this year? And I worked all the way backwards until I, until I figured out, oh, I just need three new clients a month and I'll hit my goal. Three clients a month. And that is, that's really nothing. When you say there's 300 million people in the United States alone. And so for me to compete with somebody and not share my knowledge or whatever is absolutely ridiculous thinking that they're going to take one 
or three out of three mil 300 million from me like it's ridiculous do you have any tips on how women can do these numbers work these numbers yeah that's a yes and boy did you nail it right like knowledge is is power when it comes to your business because right? it really does ground you and it gives you exactly what you just said oh well that i can do um and real quick caveat i just want to add to that um is if you anyone listening has ever had the experience where somebody very close to you, meaning like, like location wise, somebody that, you know, somebody you've been hanging out with starts to copy you or starts to pull on your clients, which can happen every once in a while. It just means they're living in scarcity. It's nothing personal to you. And I always see that just a little caveat. Cause I heard it come up. I feel like someone went, but what about when, right? And it's like, what I want to tell you is that is the universe tapping you on the shoulder and saying, it's time for you to get bigger. Mm. Okay. So just know that I've seen it a hundred million times with my clients. I've personally experienced it. And I, I just felt like when we were talking about that, someone goes, yeah, but of my one, someone stole them. Right. I got it. And when you're starting out and you're nervous and that kind of thing can happen, just know that's the universe saying, oh, these aren't your people let's go. And yeah. it's time to expand. Okay. So I just had to put that there. And that's good. And just to add to that, that yeah. means you got to get clarity. That's because right. If you're not clear, you can't expand. That's good. Oh, oh you're so good. I love, love it. us. <laughs> I love us. Talk to you all day, woman. Um, I know, right? Oh, I love it so much. So um, the, the way that you can find your numbers really, oh gosh, there's so many, there's so many cool things you can do here to really get yourself jazzed and excited about what's possible. But I always start with exactly what you did, right? Which is really is like, how much do I want to make? Like, let's get real. Okay. Like I want half a million dollars for my personal salary. Say that's your thing. Okay. If that's the thing you need to research how much CEOs make, because <laughs> it's usually, if you're making half a million dollars, that's 20% of the business's entire revenue, mm -hmm. which means you, you got to make a lot more than $500,000, right? So awesome. Let's look at that as a goal. Now let's start small, which is most of us start small. And a little thing I want to add here. You guys, a lot of times, if you're saying, I'm really scared, I'm scared to grow, I'm scared to grow, I'm scared, I'm scared, you're not scared. You're embarrassed to be seen starting small. Mm -hmm. And I want you to know, I got you on that, man. I feel that it is hard in the world of, of the Rachel Rogers of the world out there freaking killing it, right? You're right? like, ah, I got five people and a dog, right? It's like, oh my God. So just understand that, just have a lot of compassion and empathy and love for yourself as you go through this and understand it's probably not fear. It's more embarrassment and that's okay. You're going to get through that. Be proud of every single life you change and be proud of every single email you put out, every post that you do, every single life that you touch, be proud. <laughs> anyway. All right. So what was I saying? I was saying that every single person matters that you touch. Don't be embarrassed to be seen starting small. Okay. Yeah. So when you're starting small, you got to look at the, uh, the numbers, honestly. Okay. And for most business owners, it depends on your business, obviously what the price point is. If you're selling a product, how much you have to spend to actually create the product in order to sell it, of course. So what I tell people to look at is instead of looking at that, I want to make $500,000 every single year, right? That's an awesome long-term goal. Definitely keep that on your, like on a vision board, like, yes, yes, yes. And that can feel overwhelming, right? So you're starting and you're like, okay, now I'm embarrassed to be seen starting small. And that number is really far away from where I am today. So what I tell people to do is really look at how much you need to make in a month, mm -hmm. like just this month. If you could make an extra $2,000, would that make a massive difference for you? Aha. Okay. That's your goal. Go for that. And that's $2,000 net revenue, right? After your expenses. So you need to know what your expenses are, but really looking at 
that's an extra $500 a week. I am going to deposit into my personal checking account from my business account. And when you do that, please make sure you take out taxes. Okay. Because <laughs> nobody doesn't get to pay taxes. So please know what your tax rate is and make sure you're saving for that as well. Um, Cause I know a lot of business owners forget about that and it can ruin, it can literally take down businesses. So make sure you're smart and you understand that and work that out with your accountant, but starting at that number, right. That at least starts to give you a goal. And even if like the first couple of times a Friday comes and you're like, Oh, I want to put $500 in my personal checking account. Cause my goal is 2000 and you don't have it move something. I don't care if it's $5. I don't care if it's $10 start to get in the practice and keep trusting yourself. And every single Friday, when you do this, look back and say what worked and what didn't work. And then you take what worked and you do that again, and then you do it again, and then you do it again. Right. And it really is. That is the process of being a business owner. And there's nobody who gets around that. You can't fake that part. You can't pretend around it. You can't imagine yourself as a millionaire. And then it falls on your head. You got to do the work that moves you forward. And it's little tiny step by little tiny step. And I think if people can really grasp that and understand that there's a lot more success already in your path, because you're putting money in your account. Yeah. That's success, right? That's a big deal. Yeah. And I remember the first time I set a big goal, it was like, you know, I went from being a corporate employee. So I knew how much I was going to make per year. I, I knew exactly how much I was going to make when I worked in corporate. But when I decided to follow this, this lead and become an entrepreneur full time instead of part time, it was like, I have no idea what I'm going to make. And so I sat down and I put that that goal together. I want to make $100,000 this year. You know, I want to hit six figures. And so I came way short. And I was so down on myself. Oh, I was so down. I'm like, I didn't even come close to a hundred grand, but then I had to really sit back and celebrate myself because yes, 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 I yes. might not have made a hundred grand, but I was making money. I was getting my name out there. I was building myself and establishing myself and my brand. I was figuring out the processes. And the next year I doubled what I made. And the next year I doubled what I made that year. And so I've been constantly doubling. So I want to tell you, like you said, we have to just do something, celebrate something. I could have yes. stayed in that funk about not making a hundred grand or anywhere near, like nowhere near. <laughs> so off, but my mindset told me I could do this. Mm. So I gave it my all. And even though, like I said, I didn't come close, I did something and now I'm rinsing and repeating and expanding and just doing great. And so I love what you said about that because awesome. women, ladies, mama, let's go. Let's go. You got money to make. And the money's that's the other thing, you guys, the money's out there. It is. This, these systems have all been created, right? Like we go anytime somebody's like, but no one's going to pay me. I'm like, go sit in a Starbucks, just sit in there for five minutes and look at the ridiculousness. By the way, I'm one of these people, right? Me people too. paying eight, $9 for something that maybe on the outs, cost 67 cents. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like maybe <laughs> I think it's probably even less, right? Honestly, watch it happen. The money is out there. Your yeah. clients are out there. The people are waiting for you. You have to show up or mm -hmm. they don't know you exist. Even when you're starting small, you got to show up because those one or two people are looking for you. And then it turns into five or six people. And yeah. then it turns into eight or 10 people. And you've got to, you know, I don't think we get to jump like the turnstile there. Everybody wants to, but everybody just wants to jump ahead and I get it. Oh my God, that's just not the way it works. And by the way, if that happens, you get kind of wonky 
because you don't know what works and you don't know what doesn't work. Right. So you could end up kind of having some success for a little bit and then you sort of fall off a cliff. So don't begrudge the work that it takes to figure out what works for you. That's awesome work. It is so valuable. And anytime you're unsure of how valuable your stumbles are, or how valuable all these steps are that you're taking, you know, remember corporations pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to send their people to training Yes, <laughs> that you're getting for free. And by the way, you're actually making money getting this training. It is truly valuable. It really is. Don't begrudge it. I know it, it's hard and you can feel impatient, but stick to those numbers. And if you have a goal, like a hundred thousand a year, figure out how much that is every single week. I used to know that number off the top of my head. I don't anymore, but it's $8,300 a month, right? That's what it is a month. So we break that down. It's like two-ish grand a week. Okay. So if you know that, how many things do you need to sell every week to hit that number? And if you break it down that way, you can keep yourself on track. I promise. Love your numbers, man. They're your best friends. I know my friends would laugh at me because they would see all my colorful boards on the wall. And I I wrote down every stream of income that I had, how much potential I have for each income. Cause you know, like when you're selling selling books, they're like 20 bucks. So you got got to sell a lot of books if you want to make $2,000 a week. But if you figure out how to couple that with something else, like, Hey, I'm going to speak at your conference for $7,500 and I need you to buy a hundred books up front. Bam. You just made five grand or extra money, you know, like, That's right. Yeah. And it is about, you know, and if we don't know the numbers, it kind of stops our brains, right? You know, I'm not, I'm not Tony Robbins biggest fan, but I mean, obviously he's done wonderful things. I don't mean like that, but he's just not my absolute favorite go-to. But one thing he says that I love um, is that if you make a statement, instead of asking a question, your brain shuts down, right? So if you make the statement, I can only charge $700 to speak, your brain's turned off. It's done. But if you say, how can I make more money through this speaking engagement? Now your brain can work, right? So anytime you find yourself in the, oh, I can't do that. You want to flip it to, but wait, how could I do that? Yeah. Absolutely. How could I, what could be, wait a minute, wait, you know, and just let your brain work on it. Cause it's because it will, we have these beautiful, wonderful machines in our heads and it yeah. will go even without your permission. <laughs> It'll go nuts. Absolutely. Just give it the question. Give it the That's question. I can't sleep yeah. half the time. My head That's is right. like constantly going and I'm like, well, you just, you just let me go to sleep brain. But it's like, I'm writing down ideas in the middle of the night and, and things that I can do not only to make money, but to impact lives, to get more moms, to step up and be the women that they were created to be and to make more money. That's why I was attracted to you. When I read your tagline, I said, yes, more money for more women. Yet I love her. (laughs) I saw your next one that said, are you brilliant, but broke? And I'm like, man, we got to stop having so many broke women out here. Oh, please like, no. Mm-mm. And not just um, financially broke, but these women are emotionally broke. You know, they're broken in their relationships. They're broken in their identity. And I'm like, sis, you got to get it mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. because you don't want to hold all of that good stuff in your brain and not use it and share it and, and do something with it. So Yeah. I, I, I love you. I love you too, woman. I love you too. And I mean, I think your conference is just going to be amazing. And, you know, if you guys haven't bought tickets yet, go get tickets. Um, and one of the things I shared for the conference that I think is important going to what you're saying about us being broke in different categories, right. In different elements is, is, you know, first of all, go get your ticket to the conference and then hang out, go, go get it. Stop it. 
just sign up right this minute. I don't even know what's happening. So go get it. And I want you to listen for the phrase high functioning codependence, mm. um, because we need to stop. We need to stop. And it's going to take us on each other to be like, honey, you need to sit down. It's okay. And not drag each other down, respect each other's limits. Yeah. You have done an insane amount. I mean, you guys listening, I don't know, Jaquela, you and I can talk about it too, but like you guys listening, just, just take a second with me here. How many things have you done today? How many beds did you make? How many dishes did you do? How many plans did you make? How many emails did you respond to? How many text messages have you responded to? How many things are you thinking about that you have to do later this afternoon or this evening? How many meal plans have you done? How many little preps here and there? How many things did you put away? How many things, the hope of all mothers, did you put at the end of the staircase, hoping to God, someone will pick <laughs> them up and take them up and they never do, right? Like you just take a second. No. Oh, it's, it's the endless hope of motherhood that somebody will see their own stuff at the bottom of the stairs and carry it up. It's like the endless, it's like our, it's like our hope of life. But anyway, how many <laughs> things have you done? Like, it's okay. The whole world is not relying on you inside your home. You have capable human beings around you rely on your sisters and say, I need a break. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to share one quick story. I had a girlfriend call me. She's going through a horrific divorce. She started a new job, like all the things, three kids, the whole thing. Mm. And she just called me and she's like, I can't, I just, I can't like my boss is talking to me and I can't hear it. And I was like, you got to stop. Like you got to take a mental health for the rest of the week. You got to stop. We can't keep doing this. We cannot yeah. You call right now. And you say, I need a break. And she's like, they gave it to, she called me back in 20 minutes. She's like, they gave it to me. I'm like, of course they did. One, because you never ask, right? You don't take advantage. You're not somebody who's unethical and you don't work and you don't like, no, right? Um, and um, and she went, I said, you got to do nothing. I said, turn off all the stuff, all the electronics and just sit for a minute and be with herself. And she burst into tears and said, I miss me so much. Oh. And I was like, there it is, right? Like when you were saying women are broke, Mm -hmm. Right. And all these different areas of life. That's what we're like. We are giving to the point that we're not connected to the power of who we are. Oh my God. And we've got to stop, take a breath and we're going to need each other. Yeah. She needed me to say, give her permission. Not really like I'm her mom, right? But she needed permission from someone else to be like, no, this was not the time to say grind, get up and work this. No. No. And that's what I mean. And when you guys listen to that in the conference, that's what we're talking about with high functioning codependence. And yeah. just because we can, doesn't mean we should, mm. you need to strategically and thoughtfully be connected to yourself and then offer those gifts to the world and make sure you get paid for them. Yes. That is so good. Listen, I don't know if y'all are listening here, but I mean, Sarah been dropping some bombs here and, and it's, it's the kind of stuff that you need to hear mm -hmm. so that you can take that next step in your life. You know, we talk about being a productive mompreneur, but you are not going to be a real mompreneur unless you put some of these steps in order. You know, it's, and I'm telling you, you need to go and follow Sarah, get connected with her and see some of the stuff she's, she's talking about. <laughs> I guess it's both of us, right? That's right. We only talk for a living. Don't be alarmed. Yes. <laughs> but even I, I get her emails and I'm reading them. And a lot of people, I send them straight to, to the spam, but I was like, let me, let me see what Sarah's talking about, you know, and she has helpful stuff, you know, not the kind of stuff that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm getting another email from Sarah, but it's like, let me click on this and see what value she is giving today. And so I encourage y'all, you do have a sheet for them, right? Do. Oh my God. You're going to make me cry though. That is the <laughs> nicest thing to say. I work, you guys know, right. We all do it. I call that, I call that, um, 
you know, the unsexy tasks that we all have to do in our business that nobody knows about. But like, I love sending those emails. It means so much to me because I know there are people who either will never work with me or can't afford to work, whatever. I don't care. Um, it's more about like, who's, whose life can we change today? So I, that just means what you just said. I'm like on the floor. I'm on the floor. You have no idea. Like, that just meant so much. Um, but I do have something for you guys. I actually have two things if it's okay. Is that cool yeah. with you? Yeah. Okay. So one of the things I love to give, it's called your freedom calculator. Okay. And it's very similar to what we've been talking about, except I help you calculate how much money you need to make every month in order to feel free. And this is how much you need to make as a business owner. So there is money in there for savings. There is money set aside for advertising, right? Like we're talking about grown up money. Okay. Like no more pretending you are a grown up. You have a kick-ass business. Let's go. Right. So that freedom calculator lets you know how much you need to make every month. Um, in order to feel free, right? And that's really the objective here. We have free, happy, fulfilled women. We're going to change the world. Um, and then I back it up with a lot of things that you can do in order to actually go out there and make that money. Um, and I love that worksheet. We're all super proud of it over here at Team Sarah, like I like to say. Um, and then the next thing I'm doing, you guys, okay, you have to tell me if you're okay with this. You guys, we just decided to do this today. So <laughs> Jaquela did not know I was going to do this. But in light of everything that we've been talking about, um, I'm hosting a workshop and this workshop will be on April Fool's Day, but it's not an April Fool's workshop. <laughs> it's called, how do I even get anything done? And it's just a workshop where I'm going to be talking about high function codependence. We're going to be talking about the war. We're going to be talking about all the stuff that's pulled you away and had you stare at a wall and go, I can't even bleh. So if you're interested in that, just run on over to my homepage. We're going to be talking about it there and you guys can come and join us. And actually really, this is going to be one of those. You're going to have a journal. We're going to be doing work. Like it's not just a fluff thing. You're going to walk out of there knowing how to keep your ambition and your goals in place and on track while the world is on fire. Cause it's hard. It's hard. That's awesome. Yeah. So I will definitely put the links in the show notes and you all need to run over there. I'm going to be running right with you. Okay. Because this is what we need, you know, mm -hmm. and, and even like, I'm going back to the conference just to remind you, like we're doing this so that we can fill our cups up so that we can overflow. I don't want mm -hmm. you to fill up and pour out. I want you to overflow where you stay full because you're constantly receiving and you're receiving so much that you have to overflow to other people. And therefore they get full. And when they overflow, they fill somebody else up and we just keep going. And so we're going to just keep filling the cups of women as much as we can. And this is just another way. And I remember when I did your freedom calculator, I realized like, oh, I'm on the right track, but I got some things that I need to add in here, you know? Love it. And, and so it helped me to like shift my mindset. And it wasn't like, hey, stop buying Starbucks because I'm not going to stop buying Starbucks. It was like, hey, you like Starbucks. So put that in your budget, girl, you know? <laughs> and it was a shift of your mindset. And so I appreciate that. I'm, I'm very proud too. I might not be over there, Team Sarah, but I am Team Sarah because yeah. that was a bomb. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, ladies, make sure you um, download the sheet, do the worksheet and that you sign up for this course, because this is something that is just going to bless you. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to bless these women. Mm -hmm. We're trying to fill your cups and we're trying to get you where you are supposed to be so we can change this world. You know, Tequila, one thing I love when I read your description of the conference, 
when you talked about let's fill up your cup, I was, I was just like, how are, how is the whole world not going to sign up for this? Sure. Because women are so bone dry right now. Like we are so empty. We have just given and given and given and given. And we have to tell the truth about all the stuff that we did during the pandemic. And now that that's sort of quasi over, we got a war. And now that that's quasi over, we have inflation and that like, it's like this thing that's just going to keep coming. And the war's not even quasi over, right? It's just people are right. used to it now, right? It's like, there's so much going on. And I think for you to stop and hit pause at a moment like this and offer something that's going to fill people up, you are just so my people. I'm so, I'm just so in awe of you. I think this is just amazing what you're doing. You got me over here tearing up, like, <laughs> because it's just, it has blessed my whole heart to be able to see so many women ready and willing to get their cups filled. And even the women who are pouring out, I'm watching them grow every single day. And I'm like, thanking God that I was chosen to be their fearless leader, their visionary and everything for this event, you know? And I'm like, you're going to have to stretch me, God, so I can stretch them. And they're telling me every day, I'm learning so much. I am growing. I am like, oh my gosh, I never knew I can do this. And I'm like, yes, I am doing my job, you know? So yeah, so, so this is, it's been so good. It's been yeah. so good. Yeah. And that's what happens when you give, right? That's what happens when you, when you stop and listen to what you're mm -hmm. here to give, right? Not just give and give and give till you drop dead, right. but you stop and you go, God, what am I here to do? And you get the answer every time. Exactly. Whatever your belief system is, whether it's universe, God, let me be still for a second. Let my intuition tell me it doesn't matter when we stop and listen, we're freaking unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And when we talked about that in the beginning, sometimes yeah. when you're communicating, you just got to be quiet. Let somebody listen, let it be processed. So that's so good. So Sarah, oh my gosh, I would love to just keep going, but we want to be mindful of everyone's time and help them to be productive and get back to whatever they have on their schedule now. So tell the people, where can they find you at? You got it. Yeah. Go get back to work too, though. That's good. So, uh, sarahwalton.com and that's Sarah with an H and no, I wish I was related to the Waltons who own Walmart, but I am not. So it's sarahwalton.com. You can come hang out with me there. I also have a podcast. It's called game on girlfriend because it's one of my favorite favorite phrases. Um, and then we also have a YouTube channel. A lot of my, um, podcast interviews, we do tape video as well. So you can go over and hang out with us. And then I do a weekly Sarah uncut video where I turn on my phone and start talking and we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know, but you can come on over. Sometimes I don't have makeup on. It's a little scary, but come on over and say hi. So that's where you can find me. I love it. And I'll put those links in the show notes as well. Sarah, I am so grateful for you. I'm grateful that we cross each other's paths and now we are intertwined, girl. We're not just crossing. We're you, you stuck with me forever, so. forever. <laughs> Listen, everybody get you some people in your life that you are happy to be stuck with. Mm. That they will lift you up. They'll help you to be the best version of yourself. And in this case, they'll help you get more money in your hands, ladies. Okay. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> on that note, Sarah, I appreciate you. I thank you so much, ladies. Thank you for tuning in, listening to us. I hope you took some notes, rewind and listen again, and then go do something productive. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Productive Mompreneur Show. If you enjoyed today's episode and found value in it, it would mean a lot to me if you share your biggest takeaway in your Instagram stories and tag at Jaquayla Lynn. That'll help me help you through these podcast episodes. And while we're helping people, you can take one minute to rate, review, subscribe, and share with other people who you think might enjoy this. To learn how to work with me directly or get access to my tips, freebies, and trainings, be sure to head over to JaquaylaLynn.com. 
put slash community if you want to join my Facebook community. I'm Jaquela Lynn. Thanks for adding me to your to-do list. Now go do something productive. You already know. Cause play.